It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. gang welcome back hello i'm chloe i'm ryan and welcome to the watch along critical commentary podcast of riverdale the show yeah. we are the riverdale gang and we record on unseated Tsleil-Waututh, Musqueam, and Squamish territory, also known as Vancouver, BC. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's 2019, which sounds like a made-up science fiction word to me, um, <laughs> probably because a lot of science fiction thought, you know, we'll, we'll never get there. It was a nondescript future date. Yeah, it's true. So here we are in the future. Here we are in the future. The future is now. And Archie full. And Archie full. So straight up, gang, I didn't like this episode very much. All the good stuff happened in the last four seconds. I giggled a lot and was really here for most of it. Um, it was nothing I was expecting this episode. Yeah, me neither. I expected a better plot line. <laughs> <laughs> So to be fair, I absolutely, if you're joining us for the first time, I love this show. So that's probably why I'm so disappointed. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time also, we should explain. Um, we deconstruct and criticize the show a little bit, give a few thoughts, a few reflections, a few um, uh, creative opinions. Uh, and then we press play and watch along. Uh, the idea being you can presumably commentary along with us. Um, yeah. And we're in the preamble. I thought New Year, maybe new people. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? By the way, um, we are on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Mostly and, Chloe is on those things. And but. I had a great time um, interacting with a couple of people over Twitter today. So I would love more of that. And please keep reading, tweeting us and liking our tweets. Go visit us on Instagram. We could do with some more followers. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's we're, we're having a good time. We're having a good time, even though I'm having an annoyed feeling about this. Maybe I'll like it the second time we watch it. That happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's, um, yeah, I was thinking today about the question of, um, who is the gang? Like, who are, who are you people who occasionally tune in? Yeah. Um, which, uh, I mean, Chloe on the twitting might be able to answer that somewhat, um, but that's a very small sample size as well. It is a small sample size. And also we just would like, like to hear from you. Uh, we would love to hear like what your favorite parts are about this show and what really annoys you and yeah. what, like, do you want to, do you want to like answer quizzes about Riverdale? Cause I can make those happen for you. One of my favorite, um, a, 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 a gift in December was uh, one of my my best friends from high school um, 
sort of urgently calling me after the uh, the last episode before the holiday break and uh, sit, um, essentially just deconstructing it with me for uh, 45 minutes or so. Um, Charming. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we, we both grew up reading Archie comics, and uh, but she's not a TV person at all. Mm. So I was shocked that, uh, like, yay, this shared nerddom. Uh, surfaced. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so more of that, more of talking to people, and, and yes, figuring out who the heck you all are, figuring out who we are, figuring out who the show's trying to be. Yeah, I yeah, we need to jump in. Um, I have some feelings. I was expecting a zombie purge plague apocalypse. Yeah, I was also expecting like the there preamble. to be actual stakes of them being quarantined. You know, Which there is clearly not. <laughs> you know, if this episode had aired mid-December as the mid-season hiatus, I'd be with you. I think the build-up was maybe not um, not the most well-earned because this was a setting-up piece. This was um, this was a running towards trouble mid-arc, mid mid-show. Um, character piece um and and i found the characters almost unrecognizable but i was very interested in the choices and mistakes they were making um and by the end of this episode the mistakes they were all making to me made them much more recognizable than at the start of the episode and um yeah i have a lot of thoughts as well i'm excited to, to to badger into um a big big question for me is how much time passes in this episode it feels like a lot uh more than we usually get certainly to to liquor loads worth to you know presumably weekly shipments at least yeah um there's a steady clip here and the quarantine is only spoken of in the vaguest terms even how jughead and betty get back in is only spoken of in the vaguest terms yeah i well betty i think was still technically in riverdale city limits we Mm. weren't sure last time Mm -hmm. but jughead and fp were not and i want to know how they got back in we just fast forwarded i'd like there were there are so many missed plot opportunities there so many i'm really disappointed well the season's just starting they flashed back just before I guess so. All right, let's jump in. Let's do the thing. Alrighty, uh, if you want to sync up with us, we sync on the badooms. Uh, on that note, clicking badoom. Bah. Bum, 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 bum. Little mouth trumpets. Previously on Riverdale. Um, what? These random cabin boys, these random, like, lake kids have gotten so much more play and screen time than, like, than I ever would have anticipated. Yeah. With their utter unimportance. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I'm... Ugh. I'm... I'm just disappointed. Sorry, I'm just... I'm distracted by my disappointment. Okay, t- here... talk me through what you're... What you were missing. What was promised and not delivered. What was promised was, like, some tortured... Like Jughead and FP having to get creative and get back into Riverdale. Betty and her mm. mom teaming up and dealing with stuff. Curfews, mm-hmm. dark shadows in the streets, people being sick. Yeah, the men quarantine with guns thing. around the edge of everything. Like there were so many opportunities here that were missed, in my opinion. I oh, those eggs look good. Yeah, like I'm hungry. It does kind of feel like there was an adventure episode in between the last one and this one. That we just skipped. 
Yeah. I, I will give you that. And that's also what I felt pumped up to by the the show media, social, show social media this week. Mm-hmm. But um, it, uh, part, maybe, maybe consequentially, but maybe consequentially, I was so shocked by what we were given. And like this scene right here. This is fun. This I'm happy yeah. with. That there's plot. <laughs> they look sexy. They say I love you. Choni have an a, an extremely unnecessary C plot that serves nothing but themselves, and also to just be like a a, a neutral chaotic shit disturbance. Um, yeah. in Riverdale, like they're just living their best lives. And other people, unfortunately, have a few consequences that they're not happy with. But I love them living their best lives. It's true. With... They have sex on top of money, which, like, I can't fault this show for at all. Yep. And, like, this this, also, this little all-queer oh, no. all queer paradigm yeah. of political discourse on the authoritarian state and Cheryl's utter disdain for it. I mean, she's faced... Penelope Blossom down um, and sat on her IV cable. Yeah. Kevin how Keller's not going to scare her. How did Jughead get here? What? How, like... I, mm-hmm, mm. Mm-hmm. We're just straight into media, in media res. Because, like, the point, the point of having Jughead and FP outside mm-hmm. of the, the town is that, like, those are two leaders and, like, they... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> really annoyed. <laughs> on point costumes. Uh, yes. It. What I'm, what we did get is classy, is yes. so classy. I mean, Josie as the headliner. Um, this this hair is working for this actor, by the way, playing Reggie. Reggie is looking good. Reggie got some presence and some charisma that have been bubbling this season. Um, yeah. Spilling over this episode. Um, I really enjoyed seeing Reggie um, in play in a proper proper role yeah um it almost made up for how much josie is really a bit part in this episode yeah um but gosh is she a beautiful bit part yeah is she is that actor trying to transition into a musical like a music career is that why she's getting so much music time i i mean she's always been no i know but is she like staged as musical there has been significantly less talking Mm. and much more singing in the last not that i'm aware of not that i'm aware of yeah that's a good guess especially with how the wb usually operates yeah but um the wb the cw yeah cw formerly wb (laughs) well they were oh oh yeah and I think they still have a strong affiliation with a lot of, uh, with a, a pop music studio thing. Like, long, over-elongated musical sequences featuring guest bands are sort of a signature old CW thing. Gotcha. Uh, especially on the, the even more, you know, campy B-list premise sitcom one-hour dramas. So, the, okay. uh, so I, I, one thing I really like about this, what's happening in the Cooper household, is there's three cults at work. There's this yeah. accidental Griffin Queen cult. Yep. There's the Gargoyle King, and then there's the farm. And yep. these poor kids are stuck in the middle of it. And the way Betty talks about them, imprinted like ducklings. Yeah. And they are less. She's such a they are less complex. than it's really annoying. But it's fascinating because, so so the. I, I'm taking a crack at the theme of this episode um, early on in. I feel like everyone makes the wrong choice this episode. 
are our four focal characters all make a really bad choice in line with sort of their their core character flaws this season. Hmm. Archie does not forgive himself, as we get to through his Dagobah psychosis break. (laughs) Um, Veronica (laughs) is a lodge through and through, paying protection money and then trying to out-lodge her dad Hmm. by hiring a second gang to out-protection money her dad. Um, That'll work. That's not escalation. Um, Jughead cracks down and is authoritarian with what has previously worked as a family. Mm-hmm. He clenches too hard. Um, and I'm really excited to revisit that scene with him in FP, the put-me-in-play scene. Yeah. Um, and Betty Betty lets herself be a cult number three. Yeah. Right? She doesn't... She get, She gives in, which was... It's such a fascinating um, follow-through from her point of exasperated power last episode. Um, the completely done-with-it uh, walk-through-the-burning-fire uh, to salvation with a sigh kind mm-hmm. of an attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're in the hinterlands of presumably south-southeastern Ontario? South-southwestern? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's not quite... I don't know what season we're in, but... Right now, country season. Northern Ontario is pretty cold at the moment. We's in country season, dog. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> in the twang I, lands. I, I love this car. I don't care how useless it is. Or truck. <laughs> because we need prohibition era everything. If we're gonna prohibition, we're gonna prohibition. Well, the, cars, hard. the cars have always been vintage in this show. I know, but this is even, this uh, is extra. Even I mean, sure, it's extra. Have you met this show? <laughs> fair point. Fair point. These masks. I love how point. Reggie just is like unfazed by this mask. Like, <laughs> what the heck, bro? Like, why? What are you doing? Yep. This isn't even the second weirdest thing to happen to him this week. Yeah. See, I, I'm into these two as a thing. I'm so into it. I'm really into Veronica Lodge aggressively and shallowly apologizing to the people who propped her up. I'm really into this fatal flaw and this hubris that mm-hmm. she's she's showing off. She apologizes gratuitously twice. And the second time this she does it to Josie had a fraction the the weight like that we we the viewer on her journey here. Um I feel like we're in an interesting tragedy arc this this back half um speculating but i suspect this episode will flow much better for us in binge Hmm. than it will with the big long holiday break um i that is a suspicion we're gonna have to find out like two summers from now or whenever if we end up doing a rewatch of season three at some point in our future lives i i think I'm annoyed. I'm really annoyed at this episode. (laughs) Are we going to talk about the fake bear attack? Yeah, what is the deal? This is sloppy, y'all. Like, even in... not how bears work. In hyperbolic exunt pursued by a bear terms, even. Even if this was a sloppy homage. I love how, by the way, like, I love how we can tell that, like, we're in Canada. Like, there's... (laughs) two nice people at the end of this episode he's wearing plaid he's in the woods there is a bear <laughs> these are the cues of canada it's, it's not, not like the entire show is canada or anything 
Yeah. Also, <laughs> Canada's not like this. <laughs> I mean, Pacific Spirit Park, as you called it, is like this. You know. you know what? This looks a little deciduous for Pacific Spirit Park. It's still probably lower mainland, like maybe North oh, Van- yeah. one of the North Vancouver areas. Anyway, anyway, anyway. It's super not Ontario. It, no. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. Um, his his wounds don't look too in, unauthentic. I mean, he has... But there would be, like, more of them, and there would be teeth, and there would be... The dog would sure as heck wouldn't make it back. Yeah, why didn't the dog die? Now, so let's talk about bear attacks for a moment. Yes, please. Because bears don't attack, generally speaking. I mean, grizzlies have been known to. Black quite, bears... Quite rarely. Like, in, in defensive gen- situations, right? Yeah, and black... And usually what causes a bear attack is cubs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so where are we at in this world? Is it... Have we had snow this year? Who... It, it, it's still fall, isn't it? Is it Labor Day yet? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so like... Didn't we have Christmas? We're getting into hibernating se- season. There might be cubs. Like, cubs are possible. But just, like, the fact that bears were chosen as this most random incidental reason for Archie to hallucinate, just because bears. Yeah. It's just, it seems unusually sloppy to me um, as a as a setup, as just, like, a club of plot force. Um, is it meant to be a bit ridiculous? Oh, okay. I couldn't even finish that sentence. Is it meant to be a bit ridiculous? Is it Riverdale? <laughs> I also don't understand why he's so bad at first date and why <laughs> he just goes to sleep. I fully agree with this, considering the shankings and bullets that he's taken pr- previously. Um, I will also give him, like, some credit for being recently mauled and Yeah, in like, shock. he might be in shock for a bit, but, like... That was a really sloppy first aid. But like, even for a sixteen-year-old child, I agree. And also, when you're in shock, you still also go into survival mode. Like when I like fell down and broke my leg, my first thought was like ambulance. Amb-. I was drunk. I was drunker than I've been in my life. I was like <laughs> ambulance, 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 ambulance. Take care of myself. What do I do? What do I do? Don't move. I mean, you know, you're also one of the more capable humans I know as far as survival training. You train girl guides, Chloe. Yes, I know, but I'm not. You literally a train people in survival and orienteering, oh, anyway, even drunk. Stupid. The end. I mean, yeah, we're biased. We both had a lot of first aid training as yes. children. I worked at a ski hill. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I never had to like set a leg, but I helped with a few crashes. Shout out to uh, this actor whose name I've just forgotten. Mayor McCoy. The woman playing Mayor McCoy yes. is like the exposition plot. Qu- like she's just talking <laughs> exposition for us. Thank you she so much. She makes it move. Thank you for your television acting. She we keeps it alive. It. So this coat. This coat, yeah, it's like Russian mobster. Uh, the, the also, it's sunny coast. outside. What are you doing in fur? <laughs> um... Veronica's bad at this, this episode. I yeah, enjoyed she, it. she was so good at it last episode. I enjoyed not, this, because she's still she's still a total noob, and she's still a child running a speakeasy during a crackdown against her mob dad. Yeah. That's messy. Um, she makes such sloppy mistakes. She such makes trans- what, sorry? Sloppy mistakes. But yeah. I'm here for it. 
Like, it's the start of something fresh and new. It's the start of a whole new, fresh amount of trouble. And I... What what this episode did do really well for me is I believed everyone's mistakes. They matched a mistake. Okay, you are reaching for flattery, my friend. I believed okay, everyone's okay, okay, mistakes. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, let's let's talk this out because I I think the ways each of the four lead characters screw up are really interesting character arc directions. Hmm. Um, Veronica, there's some hubris around her business. Everything that went well by the by the the skin of your teeth in the first half of the season has set Veronica up um, safe and powerful, essentially, to the point that she feels like she can play it, this game. Hmm. Um, Jughead is trying to wrangle control with the guilt of himself having gone rogue and solo. Um, Jughead's sort of penultimate beat last, uh, in the first half of the season, was... um, yeah, going on the vision quest with your bestie, as Cheryl nicely pointed out. Um, he's now overcompensating. Jughead is broad strokes. His leadership is sloppy. It's true. They all do mess up a bit this episode. And I really am intrigued by the dynamic between him and FP. Um, also, this utter failure of the serpents as a family uh, falling back into these into um, what undeniably feels like boys club... Uh, sloppiness mm. and bias um on a few counts you know she's uh, she's not allowed she's veronica on a few counts jughead mm. is biased but his biases are allowed to count mm. right there's core leadership mistakes happening um betty again uses the dark side to try to out dark the dark side she tries to out cult two cults yeah. No wonder she lost those kids. She can't out-cult two cults. She's just Betty Cooper, the Griffin Queen. Um, yeah, fair enough. So that's uh, that's what I mean um, when I gush about how they matched their mistakes. Um, and I mean, there is nothing more archy than running into a bear and lying down about it than having a psychotic hallucination break as a consequence. I guess so. That feels like a vintage Archie mistake to me in the weirdest way. Like, that sounds hyperbolic and sarcastic, but weirdly that feels like an Archie mistake to me. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm distracted by the fact that it is actually very practical for Sarah to send all these kids to the farm. Like, it might not be all that safe, but like, something like so I feel like, like for example, sometimes when people mm-hmm. escape the scary polygamous Mormon cults, yeah. they go to normal Mormon church, and that helps mm-hmm. them transition. Yeah. So I feel like they need to leave one cult and go to a slightly less scary cult to help them transition. Does that make sense? I mean, it doesn't match with deprogramming and how one would want to deal with a cult. But in this world and circumstance of a quarantined world where apparently the social workers aren't super cool with 20-some unaccompanied minors kidnapped from a a disbarred pseudo-religious mental institution just chilling in a suburban household. Since since this is a world where the social worker is not bothered by any of those things, (laughs) then 
in this world, <laughs> I will roll with the lesser cult option being legitimate. Only in these unique circumstances. Fair point. Can also, I... Also, okay, there was such a huge... You're right. I mean, you're absolutely right. Um, there was such a pause between Fang... Before Fang's is lying here when we got his mom Ooh. sick that I was like, oh, is he, like... We're getting something big. What's it going to be? And it's like, and they Mom threw said, it away. And they <laughs> threw I mean, it away. Deer Fangs has Deer Fangs has been a tease several times over. They dangle Fangs with plot in front of us and just swerve. Yeah. So I am. I don't buy Tony. I don't buy the the power dynamic of this relationship. Okay. I don't buy that Cheryl would be in charge. Mm. She goes in the window first. Mm -hmm. She empties the money out on the bed. They're staying in her house. She does all the talking at the meetings. Like, I don't Mm. buy it. Mm, mm, mm. Tony is, as she points out, a serpent by blood. She's a much more skilled criminal. I mean, yes. Experienced, I'd say. She certainly knows... Uh, uh, gang life. And she, yeah, and she has a lot more, like, just, like, street smarts. Like, what is she doing? Now, I would argue, in action, we've mostly seen Tony be much more capable as an activist, as uh, a philosopher, as a speaker, and as a community organizer and leader than we've actually seen her involved with the criminal side of things. Most of what we've seen Tony um, uh, lead in has been Serpent's cultural notes, um, what she is she bartended. Doing breaking into houses with Cheryl. I, yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, that's a weird dissection. That's a weird swerve too. <laughs> but I. And to, yeah. Couldn't I, they have a conversation about that so we could actually have something cool other than being sexy on money, which I was totally here for, by the way. It does feel reduced down to bare bones montage. Um, the relationship, but I. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna appreciate what we got this episode. Okay. I'm gonna appreciate the like five or six. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Six scenes they were in. Yes. Um, and I'm going to hope we get a little bit more depth to why they're doing what they're doing other than essentially uh, the, the thrill kill approach to petty crime. Yeah, fair enough. We're back at the game. The hallucination game, the and the, the tree and Dagobah with this very like, I like perfect, <laughs> clean bullet wound <laughs> in his head. <laughs> you know, like it's just a bit clean. <laughs> that's not. That's not how any of it works. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> it's Archie's hallucination. I guess so. His um, his coding is usually pretty black and white. I also don't know how I feel about those kids all still being in their uniforms. Like, if you want them to start getting through their trauma, like, give them something other than their school uniform to wear. I was thinking about that when Pauline and Evelyn were handing out the t-shirts. Like, yeah, that's a legitimate, like, do they sleep in their uniforms? These t-shirts are a valuable asset. Yes, clothe these children. Yes, meanwhile, Betty is wearing many fabulous sweaters, like... And And a few poor choices, but... Many fabulous. Yes, I liked this one. 
the the pom pom one coming up is it's I mean it's a choice. Yeah. It's got some eighties sleeves happening. It's bold. I love that by the way, um that our uh Microphone is on a dungeon D and D manual. It's very thematic for this show. Yeah, it's sitting on top of Xanthar's Guide to Everything, which is an expansion uh, with uh, a couple of specializations for each of the core classes. It says Dungeons and Dragons on it. That's all I can take away from this moment. Yes, it does. <laughs> Chloe, I'm going to brag for a moment. Totally unrelated. I'm programming uh, in the coming Geek Ender season Dungeons and Drag Queens. I, I I think next month we're going to start uh, opening burlesque pitches. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really excited for you. That I have no great. idea what it's going to be, but it's going to be properly nerdy. And super draggy. Love some good draggy. Yeah. I'm interested in this alliance. I think it's fun. I like them being sketchy and both being sketchy and being sketchy with each other and having distrust. I like the nuance of Jughead and Veronica as business compatriots. Yes. It's That's what cool. I meant. Thank you for articulating better than I did. <laughs> Adding? Well, you articulated. Oh, good. Into it. Did I talk over you? No, my God, no. This oh, isn't good. a moment of, like, that, no. I'm never sure, Chloe. <laughs> I do Thank sometimes. Thank you for being careful and checking your male privilege, but that isn't what happened. <laughs> Meanwhile, Veronica hiring a gang. Good business sense, Veronica Lodge. Not Lodgy at all. Defeat the hooded specter of death. I I don't know why we're revisiting this, unless it's like a, I guess it's like a recap. Do you think they killed Archie at the end of this episode? I don't think so. I don't think so. I would be shocked, but you know what? They've shocked me before. It's okay. You're I'm never going to take it off. There's the... good health care. You'll be fine. <laughs> um... I liked that we revi- that we repeat this trauma. Um, mm. I I think it's a, a valuable way to nod um, mm. to how seriously these characters hold these experiences. Um, I th- I think it means a lot. Yeah. Uh, I um, I like that they don't forget that these traumas are traumas. Yes. Uh, at I each agree. step, they build and roll and snowball. Um, and I like that, uh, to me, it means that the writers are not forgetting Archie, Archie's past choices, that they're using them, um, which is better than, you know, the Glee scenario, I think, for a lot of uh, Gleenagers on television. Um, they're showing some in- some interesting creative thought in what they're doing with these characters' pasts, mm. which I really appreciate. That's what's suggested to me, anyway, hmm. by the the res- resurgent use of the Black Hood moments, not just not just the memory, but those the lived experience lived again and again with different perspectives, different added awareness. Hmm. Um, it shows us a lot about where Archie's at now. I think that nuance. Yeah, I. I'm just confused. I don't know why we're here. I don't know why we're looking at this. Well. Also, I want to know why all the other nuns are in full habits and she's not. Especially when they apparently haven't been nuns for 60 years. Yeah, like, why would you do that to yourself? Like, none of them are nuns. How did they recruit? None of them were, none of them have ever been nuns. None of them? (laughs) Do you see what you did? Yes. 
Now I do. Thanks. Dang it. I, I can't unsee it. But anyway, none of them... You know what I'm trying to... S- none of them. <laughs> Sorry. Not a one of them. How do you solve a problem like Maria? <laughs> Money and Drugs, Exposition, Exposition. Mm-hmm. Making it look so good. Attorney McCoy, Mayor McCoy, Title McCoy is the exposition queen. <sighs> so this is this is such a bad leadership m- move and scene and yeah. everything, Juggy. This is not good. This is folly. But I believed it. Yeah, I actually liked this scene, but I wanted more from Tony being like, mm-hmm. screw this, I am the new Serpent Queen. Yeah, well, I that that was almost the read I get in the statement of, uh, we're not giving our jackets up. Like, you can tell us to leave here, but Tony is more Serpent than he will ever be, right? Yeah. Also, I, I, that's the other thing, I don't buy her breaking the Serpent Code. Like, I need to see her, like, being like, oh, I love my girlfriend so much that I'm willing to do what she wants. I need to see that. Well, let's look. To believe it. Let's look back to the beginning of the the season where they were all kind of, all the serpents were this ragtag gang of thrill-seeking kids. They were pointing arrows at rival gangs while saving kidnapped dogs, right? Yeah. I don't see um, cat burling for thrills in a Robin Hood attitude, to be all that big of a leap. Especially after all of the noise of the um, the G&G quests and the kind of questing that they all did together not long ago. Yeah. Um, I could see Cheryl and Tony believably being sort of thrill-addicted at this point. Um, yes. And not considering, you know, robbing Hiram Lodge to be breaking the Serpent's Code. Like, for that to be the straw that breaks is... Is quite like there's no arguing that it's a bad call and a biased call of drug heads from a lot of for a lot of reasons, and I think all of that that those doubt layers are going to make a lot of really fun trouble for them this season. Okay. That egg. That egg. Isla. What what do I care? I'm not a serpent anymore. Like, let's let's let's. Take... I like that he like appeals to her class privilege guild because like yeah. deserved. Fair, yeah. Um, I I also really um. I like the the punch in Cheryl's response. Um, this is her new family after the homophobic old family disowned her. And that family is now TT. Yeah. Right? Like, Fair. that's a brutal pull on Jughead's part. And I don't think he thinks through what it means hmm. when, he, when he makes that decision fully. Yeah, maybe. Also, I like this. This confirms that, like, the Gargoyle King is a physical something. Yep. And also still in play. Yeah. Still as in play as we have all known he is and it is for a while like nothing has been neutralized which is interesting it was there was such a wave of victory uh at the end of the mid-season 
But none of the threats have actually been neutralized. Yeah, that's true. I just, I, for some reason, I lost a lot of patience with this sequence. I like it a little more the second time. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it more patience the second time, certainly. I didn't enjoy it that much the first time through, but, um, I do respect, um, the show trying to pull a really creative psychological hallucination trip thing. Yeah. Um... This is this is one of the sequence that I I, I didn't recognize as much um, an explicit reference or homage in this. Um, it felt creative to me. I'd actually really love to hear if there's um, a reference or a framing or a genre um, that I am just not familiar that's being uh, alluded to in this. Uh, in how this is shot, in these interesting cuts. We've had some slide wipes. We've had some fades. Um, I mean, it's typical, like, am I high or am I not stuff. Yeah. I don't know if there's a genre for that, but, like... Yeah, I'm really curious if it gets more specific than that. Um, If there's a specific film or creator. Like, we talked... I talked a lot about um, Stephen King illusions uh, in the the Shawshank. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. Farrell did especially when she was on the show. Um, blah 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 blah. Uh, then mm-hmm. Hiram Lodge dies. Yay! Yeah. Sure. I I have to say I was like a little like apprehensive about actually like seeing Archie kill someone, and I mm. was kind of relieved they cut to the. Shadow, and I'm sort of surprised yeah. that I feel that way. I I also th- really enjoyed how the shadows worked for what this scene was. What this what Archie's through line this episode is. Um, the shadows had that subtle, creepy, almost magic realism. Yeah. A whiff of, and yeah, these these intense close ups. What movie does this remind me of right now? Yes, tell me. Let me think for a minute. Um, well, you have a minute. Veronica and Betty and, and Jughead clones are all yeah. being all creepy, creepy. I actually really like one with their wearing and how placid they all look. Like, Betty's wearing her prom dress. Yeah. Or, like, that dance at the very beginning of season one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Jughead looks, like, just kind of like himself. And she's wearing, like, I think one of the earliest outfits she ever wore. She, in this case, being Veronica. Veronica, yeah. And very dark pearls, classical looks. Yeah. It's 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 an old version of each of them. Um, they also sort of start finally start unpacking Elderveer a little bit. Riverdale. Yeah. An anagram, I assume? Yeah, I think so. Or even just rhyming illusion. Um, making it that direct connection and putting a D20 in his hand. Yeah, this reminds me like a little of the Twilight Zone. Hmm. This episode, but there's a... Given how fake that bear was. There's a film I'm thinking of and I can't remember Hmm. what movie I'm thinking of where... All these doors keep closing and the rooms don't happen i don't know never mind i'll think of it see in this is another interesting step to me that veronica took the egg back went through the trouble of getting the aid back and used it to send a message um she did a bad thing for a bad reason to reinforce a bad thing sort of right like all of them are getting sort of evil points subtly yeah um 
like she did it's it's like she didn't return anything there was no good points in play here everyone's making the slightly more evil choice yeah I see your point. Except I, Nana I was, Rose. I was so excited about this circle of kind people, and then there won't, there it won't happen. Yep, I, I I'm so glad they um, emerged. The like selection of Riverdale people who will take in stray and refugee children. Yeah, uh, and I like the, she's doing the social worker's job for her. Like far too much real far too real far too real um fp is weird in this scene he's keyed up he he's trying to be a kid or a quarterback and he's asking jughead for marching orders yeah it's so weird and such a switch from sage fp yeah last i uh, like this sequence agreed it was fun. It was fun. It Although, was... again, stupid. Why doesn't he remove that mask? Right? Yep, Ugh. I have the exact same thought. Um, Cocky Reggie. Han Solo Reggie. Um, yeah, ooh, that'd be all right. Oscar yeah. isaac Reggie. I finally yeah. watched Solo, now that it's on Netflix. Did you like it? Um, I... It I didn't, it didn't hold my interest. Yeah, I, I had it on Netflix on the side while playing video games. Oh, okay. Um, I absolutely expected to loathe it. Mm. And other than some serious fridging of a very cool character mm-hmm. that was basically a lift from Firefly, yep. um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, here we are. I'm going to watch it again. Here we are in Riverdale. Yes, Not yes, we in are. In the galaxy far, far away. Yes. Although, through like, that through that talk sequence. This show is getting so extra that it is turning into a galaxy far, far away. This show's pretty Why far, didn't far away. You remove his mask. Why you didn't fool. you remove his mask? Just like get one face. Ev- everything is power. And FP, you cocky idiot. <sighs> You're yeah. with this? You're rolling with this? You're smarter than this, FP. Be an adult again. Don't forget you're an adult. This silly sweater. Yeah, this is heart. the sweater that it's but I also love Alice is very like everything's fine. Yeah, placid and not not Staffordy, but something not okay. Yeah, and she seems like all White. like all like the way Aunt Zelda is after she's seen the high priest, like very yeah. like ooh, ooh. Except <laughs> Well, but I I don't think Alice uh, and Edgar are having sex. Well that's FP's job yes. in their current arrangement. I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> it's too cute. They're too cute. Uh, but but yes, I, I, I get the... Yes, I see what you mean. Um, the unintended associated consequences of that. Um, I just... She seems like very like refreshed and rejuvenated. She's just seen yes. her, her priest. Yes, And yes. he took all the children that were so bothersome for her. Yes. And Ugh. she... Does she intentionally or... Is she actually oblivious of Betty not being super pleased by that? She seems to have a weird blind spot, and I don't know how big it is. I don't know what's happening with Alice this season. She's chewing on something interesting. This Mm. scene, to me, was the best done in the Archie sequence. Yeah. Like, I... This is another you tried for me. Uh, overall, the the Archie sequence, but I I like what they tried. I like that they did try. I think I'm gonna look back on this more fondly than I am watching it right now, hmm. and that's largely again because the expectations that I think I brought in. Yeah. Um, the fake out purge. 
Interesting. Really good work from um, Fred. Mm. From Luke Perry. Luke Perry. I was really impressed with him, with him this scene. Um, KJ Apa as well, the, the long, steady tear streakies. Yeah. Yeah, not terrible work. Even the, actually those kids, the three of them being creepy. Yeah. Like very placid, Jughead just kind of looking up at him with no emotions. It was good. Well, this this bit, the um, the unapologetic, unironic intensity, um, this reminded me of some of my favorite notes of Sabrina. Hmm. Um, the, the, the willingness to lean heavy into these very deep, hateful, internal emotions and moments mm-hmm. with these characters and, le- mm-hmm. and, and make the actor really feel it out. Um, I like it. I think it's a real style note that this creative team does well. And that is a bit unexpected and very refreshing in such a surreal show. Hmm. Interesting. This is really intense. Like, I can't imagine being a teenager watching this scene. Yeah. Because, like, could, teenagers you, you, you just could have more yourself. feelings than we do, you know? And less less, uh, less coping mechanisms to roll yeah. with those feelings. Uh, All these feelings and nowhere to put it. I like that they didn't include any blood because that would be a lot. Yeah, they were very tactful with the violence this yeah. episode. Um, better than been with with some other yeah, things with in the past. The torture of last episode, or the the suicide of the warden. Yeah, I liked this. Yeah, this cover. is when the episode finally got interesting. In the last mm. what three minutes? Four yep. minutes. They do that often. I've noticed yeah. that episodes that fall flat with one of us seem to really pick up in the last yeah. uh, beat, the last motion. Yeah, this was a nice... It was almost like the harmony of this song, and she was just singing the harmony version. Yes, I agree. It's It and, felt like that. Oh, man, this is a smoky glance they're giving each other across the room. Reggie emoting things. Yeah. Like, uh, this weirdly fast click. I I bought I, it. No, I bought it. Yeah, it's I been, bought it. It's been building. This This scene sequence felt fast to me, but I believed it. And it felt... Like, I felt like we, like we went straight from, we're with Reggie, maybe. Yeah. Like, Reggie walked in, saw the most amazing person who's been standing in front of him. Reggie walked out of an ambush riding high. Yeah. Um, And maybe that's what feels weird for this yeah. to me. Because we've been with Veronica. Yeah. Uh, th- there's something a little different about this moment. Yeah. I noticed what you say about the boys' club. Yeah, where, uh, yeah it bothers I'm not into me. It. Not into it. Like, like I'd this is your second second chance for fangs. Yeah. So here's what I would love to see from Tony. Mm-hmm. Is like you gave fangs. I'm a serpent by blood. You gave fangs a second chance. Not me. Mm-hmm. Screw this. My girlfriend and I are going rogue. Yeah. I'll, that I'm here for. Yep. And I would like her rogue to to include some degree of coup. A coup, yes. A yes. coup would be cool. I think there are um, there is more than just an individual personhood that Tony Topaz takes with herself when she leaves. Yeah. So mass nun suicide. I'm honestly, truly, 
here for this scene. Yeah, this moment I find in this it scene. Weird that she goes to the to the creepy chapel alone, though. Fair point. I mean, that's a sketch move, Betty. But this is this is a woman who ran to the serial killer's cabin and put the mask on as instructed. Like and like Betty makes marched chick off to his death at gunpoint in a graveyard. These individualistic choices that Betty makes of American exceptionalism. Yeah. In this essay, I will <laughs> Yes. Also, I love that the song is still playing during this. And it works. So creepy. This is what I mean. The episode got really good in the last few minutes. Betty's face. Like Betty is us in this moment. The just when you didn't think it could get more screwed up. Yeah. You also, discover a circle Canadians of nuns. In, like, strangely American outfits. And a maybe dead Archie. Is Archie dead? I mean... He looks pretty dead. Yeah. But he's also... The main character. Yeah. You know, I don't put it past these folks... To kill Archie or to make him a gosh darn zombie in season four it's or true. what not. I mean, it's possible the actor wanted out of his contract. Why would KJ Appa ever leave a gig as Archie? Because he has a whole life on the other side of the world and he's a nah. fairly proficient musician. He's been in other movies. No, nah, you don't leave a gig like Archie. Well, That's... he might. I'm just saying that there, there are hypothetical, more hypothetical. Like, yes. like Matthew left um, Downton Abbey. Oh yeah, but that was at like the height of that, and and look how that worked out for him, Mister Beast he might CGI. Be very happy. Okay, yeah. For all you know, he still doesn't like. He still went from working with the prestige of British actors with every single one, even with what Downton was becoming at the time, um, to. The Beast as a highlight? Man, I loved that movie. I don't even care what you say. I'm okay with the shot-by-shot remake that hit all the nostalgia buttons. I liked that, too. Never mind. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, not crazy about this episode until the end, in which case, like, it caught me again, and I'll be be back. I'll be back next. I'll be back next episode. Just give me a circle of dead evil nuns. Actually, I won't be. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I will be away next week. Ryan has a co-host. Yeah, I haven't locked that in yet, but it'll be a human who's other than me. I am per. I am at a dress rehearsal for a show I'm in. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But um, I'll find someone fun. I promise. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Yeah. Is that I how mean, we podcast? I I, I'm like I'm like a little disappointed, but I'm still here. Uh, the world is my oyster today. Everything's falling. Archie makes no sense and there are dead nuns everywhere. Yeah. I'm here for this. I stra- just another day in I'm strapped into the roller coaster Everdale gang. Yeah. Till the next loop de loop. We are your hosts. I'm Chloe. I'm Ryan. And this has been the Riverdale Gang Critical Commentary Watch Along Podcast. Have a wonderful night. Talk to you next week.